Mood, message, soul. Let's journey with songwriters to look into the heart of a song to see its meaning, the making. So you might have a part you sit on forever, and then you come back and something else fits with it. History, inspiration. Originally I wanted like a gospel choir sound. Story, origins, recording. This was the first venture where I wrote a drum part, I wrote a bass part, I wrote a guitar part. And explore the writer's creative process. This is Song Insider, the story of a song. Hey there, my name is Sarah Lightman. This is part one. Trust me. I was asked about knowledge of instruments. I have many instruments that I have knowledge of. So if we're talking in present tense, the amount of instruments that I play are two, my voice and my guitar. I have knowledge though and I know how to play piano, guitar for talking guitar, a little bit of ukulele also saxophone flute, piccolo and probably the triangle, right? That's cool <laughs> um, cowbell <laughs> I'm just kidding so um, yeah, so quite a quite a bit amount of instruments and if mostly I would say vo voice is my main instrument and guitar would be my second instrument so I've been playing guitar roughly for about seven years or so. There was a part where I gave up twice and I was like, I don't like this. This is meh. I don't, why do I, I don't like you. And then I, I, I picked it back up after some time. So I would say roughly seven years. Vocally, I've been singing um, probably since I was 10. That's when I really started to get into it, but probably been singing forever. So. So I grew up in a small town in Hightstown, New Jersey. Um, it's right near Princeton, about 20 minutes away. Very historical town, probably over 200 years old at this point. Um, and I grew up around an area where um, it was mostly suburban. Um, so there was music in a sense where there was a music store and one in town, and that was basically it. And you'd have to go to the next town if they didn't have the sheet music you wanted. So that was where I grew up. But um, I grew up around a lot of music in my family. So that's where a lot of the inspiration came from. What made me write and play wasn't exactly being surrounded by music during a lot of my childhood, actually. Um, what actually inspired me to do music was I found it to be a medium that could not only help people feel really good, but it could also help me feel really good. And um, just the way that I would hear myself sound and I'd be like, wow, this is really cool. And like, I want to just organize it. And oh, wow, this sounds different organized and something about it. And the, the fact that I could feel the power inside and people could feel it too was a, a big reason why I decided to go with doing music full time. I wanna let you in, but I've learned to be guarded and So I, I suppose I would say as a normal singer-songwriter, I and many singer-songwriters usually write a lot about their personal um, experiences, sometimes about a character if it's for a film or if someone wants me to write something for them. Um, but a lot of the time I write music mostly in a way to share my personal experiences in hopes to have people resonate and connect with it and leave 
feeling in a more lifted, more positive place than where they came, questioning things, maybe things that they haven't thought about in a while. So my writing process is, it's not really linear. Sometimes it falls out of my head and I'm just literally a crazy person that hears things. Sometimes, um, and more often than not, I would say there's a purpose where I'm, I want to write something and I feel inspired. And sometimes I'll write it down. Maybe I'll write down lyrics of an idea and come back to it later. Sometimes I'll be with um, uh, a sound engineer or a friend writing a rift or sharing a riff and they're like hey what do you think of this and then i'll hear it and i'll lay something on top of it and then if i really like it i'll just i'll lay a whole song over a very simple chord progression on loop um so it really just depends sometimes it's nothing and it's a bunch of garble and then i come back to it later i'm like wait there's gold in here it lasts about five seconds but then i turn that five seconds into a whole song so it just it just depends but um so I would say a variant of things. But for me, I never start, or I haven't at least started with playing guitar chords and then coming up with a song. I've tried it, trust me. It just doesn't work. And um, But mostly for me, it comes from a vocal of finding the sound within the music within my brain or someone else's instrument. So... Trust me, trust me just a little bit. You'll see... So trust me is essentially about having trouble trusting people and trying to trust them, even a part of you for some reason is being told that you can't. And maybe you can, and maybe you can't, but you keep trying to trust them, hoping that there's a reason why you're letting yourself try. This song, Trust Me, actually came about when I was fulfilling an acting career right before I quit actually and um, I was dealing with an acting teacher that I did not trust and he had a lot of emotional issues that spread into his teaching so that made me feel that I couldn't trust him because emotionally something was up but it wasn't just that um it was inspired by a bunch of things and this was just one extra person that had issues that I had to deal with that I couldn't trust. Um, moving to Los Angeles I really took a, a lot of time to find myself and to find my ground and how to find good character in people because growing up you know um, you, you learn good character but sometimes depending on your family members or your friends that you're just surrounded by in your pool of schooling or nurturing um, sometimes they're not the best people so then it develops trust issues which is what sort of where I was coming from at that time of still really struggling to find the right people and my people um, so um, so I had a lot of trust issues and um, I would say to anybody listening to this who can relate to that, that um, you can work through it, but it's an, it's a process that's every day because people even that you love and you trust 100%, you're still going to get that question mark. For Trust Me, I, I want to say that 
a lot of it kind of fell out of my head. So it wasn't a ton of writer's block. The bridge definitely took a little bit of writing. The bridge was definitely like, oh, I need to write a bridge. What is that? So I had to like go back and do that. As you can tell, it's a very worded song. There's a lot of intentional words. So it took time where I did have to go back and edit lyrics. And I would say that it is, looking back, I would say it's an an imperfect song, but I think that's okay. You don't want to strive for perfection when you're writing a song. You want to um, strive for um, an execution where your art is concise and communicated in a way to inspire emotion so you can take the listener on the journey with you. Um, but it just sort of, it, it was one of the ones that fell out of my head. I, I hadn't, I didn't really write with anybody on it. I just sort of fell out and then I brought it to the producer and he said, I love this and let's do it. And then I was like, okay, great. And the kind of sounds like Paramore. And I said, yeah, that's cool. And Kelly Clarkson, that's cool too. And, and then, um, yeah, so that's kind of where that went. And they'll say, trust me, trust me just a little When I was recording Trust Me, I would say I was still really finding my voice as an artist. And if you have noticed upon listening to my other stuff, if you are going back to re-listen to this, um, there's definitely been a shift. And if you've listened to the whole EP of Fear, where Trust Me is off of, um, you will notice that it, it is the song that is the most different in a sense where it's almost kind of punkish. Um, like a punk pop rock kind of a sound where I, I mentioned Paramore. And um, so I would say in the studio when I was recording it, I was really, it wasn't difficult, but I was finding my sound and discovering things about my tone and my sound and where I could go with it and singing this style that I hadn't really known that I could do. Like you think it in your head, but when you do it, you're like, oh, so that's what that sounds like. The part, trust me, trust me, trust me, just a little bit. Trust me, trust me, trust me, there'll be good in it. Trust me, trust me, trust me, just a little bit. So that part, the higher part of that was really like my, wow, I can actually sing this style. That was like the moment where I was like, okay, the discovery of the sounds is happening and, and then just playing off of that for the rest of the song and the, and the emotion and the medium, just sort of, um, I just kind of went with it, so. Lyrically, I would say, would trust me, I mentioned it being very intentional and a little bit wordy, which is true. Um, I have the tendency to be wordy, <laughs> which is why rewrites are really important because sometimes your brain just has so much to say and it's just hard to put it into one or two words. That's the hardest part about songwriting, I would say. Um, or the most difficult, challenging um, obstacle is getting it all into just a couple words and saying everything that you need to say and all the emotion and stuff. So, um, with Trust Me, uh, when I say they, it, it can mean a group of people or it can also mean one person. And I say they because it, it's an image of people that it's both a past and present memory of present going there's a person I don't know if I could trust them and based on my past 
this person, this type of person, I think if they're that type of person, past people have done this and it's not being good. So I put, I use they instead of, um, you say don't worry. So that's why I use that instead of you because it's, I think it touches on multiple things and multiple ideas and also because I want people to feel as universally connected to it as they can. Um, same thing with they'll say trust me. It, meaning basically the same like you can trust me. And then I know I mess up all the time, but you can still trust me. But what are, but what are those mess ups? Is that mistreatment? Is that I just tripped? Like what kind of mistakes are those mistakes? Because mistakes are vital parts of life, but I don't call abuse mistakes. I call abuse a problem. And of course you're making those mistakes the more that you keep doing it, but uh, in in terms of I'll know I'll make mistakes that that are you accepting the fact that they're human or are you accepting that they're gonna put their problems on you? So that's why I wrote kind of mistakes like I'll make mistakes because I would be told that over and over again as a child, maybe with a couple family members that I I struggled with growing up to social situations where they would say, oh I messed up again, but clearly they're not gonna make up for it. So it's like. Is this just a, an idiom or is this, you know, an, a real issue, you know? So, <laughs> I hope that makes sense. They say do that to help you out and be there for you to know. But all I see is images. I should mention that Trust Me is never played live. And people ask about it all the time. Oh, why don't you ever play Trust Me? It's like the one song you don't play. Well, you know, many bands, you know, when you go to a concert and there are certain songs, no matter who yells them or what they yell, they never play those songs. This is one of those songs. And the reason why I don't play it live is one, I didn't write the guitar part and it's just a little bit too punky for my style for a self-taught person who plays guitar. I am self-taught. And, um, and two... Um, I would say it's the farthest from my style as to where I feel like I am in, um, from the heart. So that's why it doesn't feel like the best representation of me as an artist. Okay, so the reason it came out that way is I was just following a feeling of angst and anger and fear. And when I write a song, I don't care what style comes out of it. This, the song is what it needs to be. And then if it feels right in the heart after I write it, then I'm like, okay, I want to play this live. But sometimes when it doesn't feel right in the heart and it feels it's great production wise, but I don't personally feel like live wise, it's going to be the best feeling. And I don't feel like maybe people out in the audience might be able to connect to it as much um, in a live version, then I won't play it. In terms of uh, what's going to be next on the horizon, um, this year, 2019, I'm going to be playing the NAM main stage with full band and backup singers, the whole thing, all nine yards on their main stage um, in Anaheim at the Anaheim Convention Center. Um, it's the geekiest, biggest music convention in the world. Um, Stevie Wonder has played on that stage, Andy Grammer, Melissa Etheridge has played on that stage. Uh, I'm going to be representing uh, my sponsors. Um, 
Yeah, what are your sponsors? <laughs> Nike? I'm just kidding. It's not Nike. <laughs> so my sponsors are uh, Empire Ears, an in-ear monitor company, Clear Tone Strings, and uh, Luna Guitar is my first endorsement, which I got last year. I'm going to be releasing soon an album called Interlude. It's my full, first full debut album. And it's going to be focusing on my dad. I will just put a point blank. My dad passed away when I was really young. And it took me a really long time to move back into the music world and know where I wanted to take it. So this album is going to be based off of like, like where, where do I go now? Now that my father and, and music mentor had passed and my one of my biggest inspirations. So, um, so a lot of the album is going to be focusing on carrying on what he's taught me and how I can carry that on into my music and carry on his legacy as well doing that. That's going to be the big thing and hopefully touring soon and more podcasts and press releases and all that sparkly stuff, maybe a couple music videos. So that's kind of it. So you can find my music on most major music platforms. That's um, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Deezer? I don't know what Deezer is, but they tell me my music's there. CD Baby, <laughs> YouTube, uh, Pandora, SoundCloud. So like every everywhere? I can't think of any other platforms. My website, of course. Uh, home, uh, probably, oh, and also uh, Home, the music video that's on YouTube, also plays at Universal City Walk in Los Angeles four times a day. So you can find it there. My website is www.sarah with an H dash lightman, like a light in a man is one word, dot com. Social media, I'm mainly on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, Instagram, it's just at Sarah Lightman. Same thing with Twitter, at Sarah Lightman. For Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Sarah Lightman Sings. So you can find me there. If you like live streaming, I do Periscope, and that's at Sarah Lightman. This is Trust Me.
On the next episode of Song Insider. Home is a song that also fell out of my head. I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Follow Song Insider on Instagram at Song Insider Pod. Hit the subscribe button to get automatic updates of new episodes. This is Song Insider.